Welcome to Becoming Unshakable with Sarah Wolf and Patri Delahunty. The purpose of this podcast is to empower you to improve your life and become your own coach. Together, we will guide you through mindset techniques and psychology tools that we have applied to change our own lives and to help others do the same. During these episodes, we'll be taking you through mindset exercises and practicalities so you can feel free to get your journal and your favorite pen and take some notes along the way. Hello, everybody, and welcome to Becoming Unshakable. This week's episode, I'm going to be taking it solo. Really, really, really excited for this one. I've actually been excited to record this all week because it's such an important message I need to get across to all the listeners. And it's something that is probably my favorite topic to dissect, discuss, and to empower and support women in achieving. And of course, that big word is confidence. I think if I didn't call myself a mindset coach, I would call myself a confidence coach because my whole life story is very much centered around how I build so much confidence in myself and my whole reality shifted because of it. And today I'm going to do, you know, two things. I want to teach you and educate you about what confidence is, how to build it, how to change things for yourself, how to change the self-image. And I'm also going to take you through my life story so you can actually contextualize confidence in a life story, if that makes sense, or how confidence can change and how confidence isn't something you're born with, regardless of what people say. The biggest disconnect that people experience in this world is believing that they're either confident or they're not. So this is kind of something I'm quite passionate about, as you guys know, in teaching and spreading the messages about. And the only reason I'm so passionate about it is because I saw my whole life change once I grasped what this was and how I could build more and more and more of it to get me to where I am today. I'm not saying I'm perfect at all. And of course, there's always more confidence to be built. That's why I said it's a building process. It does not stop that process. You just become more and more confident. But Anyway, I'm going to get into all that, but let me just define, first of all, what I think confidence really is in simple terms. It is when you have more empowered or different thoughts, beliefs about yourself, and then you take action. It is an action piece, okay? It's you taking action that's out of your current norm. And it's not through reading books or visualization, XYZ. It really does come down to that action taking. And that's going to look different for so many of you. But what happens is new neural pathways are only formed through a series of, you know, events that initially make you feel uncomfortable. But then when you come out the other side of those events or you do things differently, but it's a doing act. It can even be dressing differently. It can be taking a different approach when you walk into the workplace. It can be your body language. It's a doing piece. It's not so much an affirmations or thinking piece as much as it is of a doing piece, but the affirmations and the auto-suggestion and beliefs and all those things are kind of like a byproduct of that as well. And it's important that I get this across because what happens is, like I said to you, the disconnect is in the thought that you are this person and you have a very fixed mindset about your identity. 
or you know a typical one is I see some a lot of clients saying to me you know I'm not really loud or I'm not like you know very charismatic when I walk into a room and they feel like because they're a little bit more quiet or introvert that that means that they're not confident but actually if they just took pride in their sense of self for being quite a calm chilled out person and fell in love with their sense of self then they're confident so it's not that a person is a good looking b loud c has lots of you know friends or whatever confidence is an inner feeling of knowing who the fuck you are it's knowing to the core who you are and then be detaching from anything to give you that kind of dopamine hit. Does that make sense? When you detach from that place of like wanting validation, wanting compliments, wanting to be liked, and you just fall into authenticity, that is a superpower and it's magnetic as hell. And you become actually a lot more confident to your outer world because you're so comfortable in your sense of self. So like things like people pleasing, boundaries, you know, that is all very important as in not people please, by the way. <laughs> so confidence is like an energy. It's an aura. It's a feeling about yourself. It's an action piece because obviously the neural pathways are, are only changed through a certain amount of information that your brain can take that kind of fights the old information. So if you used to think of yourself as small, anxious, not good enough, um, and then you take actions to kind of prove otherwise, and that again, that that's not to say to do X, Y, Z, it'll look different to all of you. You all know what it is for some of you it will be joining a gym for some of you it will be going to a yoga class making a new friend for some of you it will be literally launching that business idea you've had in the back of your mind for six months and when you get to the other side of that whatever that is and you realize that wasn't so bad I'm really proud of myself that feeling of proud of myself those actions you take combined change the neural pathways they feel so your brain will always try to keep you safe right so the more uncomfortable you feel, the more resistance you feel towards something that you know would be good for you, you know would probably bring you to the next level, whatever that is, means you should do it because your brain's trying to keep you safe. It just wants to keep you safe doing the do that you're always doing. But when you do the different, your brain starts to recognize this new information and you start to have a different self-concept. Okay. So anyway, I mean, I think I could do 10 episodes on confidence, but I'm going to just do a life story one today so I can kind of contextualize exactly what confidence is like I said in a life story situation so maybe you can take some things from this and like apply it to you if that makes sense so first of all your inner beliefs about yourself your subconscious beliefs are very much formed in the first eight ten years of your life that isn't just this thing that's thrown around been like you know and I get like people hear that and they're like oh, whatever I know I've heard it but how do I actually change it and changing it is exactly what I said to you it's, it's taking you know a different stance in your life all right so basically for example I'm going to give you my upbringing a gorgeous upbringing in terms of like very close to my family thank god very very lucky I moved house a couple of times. So first of all, I'm an only child, which in itself can be quite like make you quite reserved and shy when you're younger because you don't have siblings to fight with or you're very much loved and protected by your parents for the most of us. So when you go out to the big bad world, I automatically retracted. So believe it or not, because I know I could talk for Ireland. I was a very, very shy child growing up. I moved school three times. Well, no, kind of twice, I suppose. I moved like obviously I moved my location like three times. I think I was in creche the first time, but moved school. So thrown into different environments. So then like my sense of self was very kind of 
shaky. Like I, I didn't really know who my friends were. I didn't know who I was. And then, you know, I suppose throughout primary, secondary school, then there was a bit of nastiness. I'm not saying I was an angel at all by any means, but there was all that then that added fuel to and I always say as you guys know I say your confidence is like a big balloon full of sand that you're dragging through life and then it gets popped at every so often so a lot of people think oh primary and secondary school don't really matter but believe me they do and actually a really good exercise I want you to do off the back of this podcast is to write down the various events that have happened in your life from the moment you were born to now that you feel has added to your unshaky sense of self-worth. So like fallouts of people, bullying, nastiness, rejection, breakups, uh, career failures, for example, X, Y, Z, right? Write a list of all those events that you feel might have like made you, I suppose, adopt limiting beliefs about yourself in those moments. And it's a beautiful self-awareness piece because you'll start to see links a lot of my clients, it might be parenting. So, you know, like feeling insignificant growing up or like a sibling was better than them or X, Y, Z. There's all these things. But it's a really good self-awareness piece to do because you start to see links and patterns throughout your life that probably make you feel not as confident in this day. Like now, does that make sense? And you're, if you are still kind of seeking out validation or now, like I think all of us seek significance. I don't mean that in, in such a way that like, I don't seek significance. I think as humans, we're social creatures. So we'll always seek that, right? But if you're living your life primarily to to impress other people or that you're kind of just like, you don't know who you are and you're just in these friends groups that don't make you feel that good, but you're just there because things like that, you know yourself. If you don't feel in your power, grounded in your sense of self and quite sure of your decisions, that's a big one. Decisiveness is such a big confidence ingredient then more than likely along the way in your life that you were you were kind of made feel like either you didn't matter that you had to try to fit in you know and all these things and you're still kind of playing that out today you don't really know yourself you're just kind of basing your own worth off what people how people treat you and and maybe like you base it off a job um you base it off where you are in your life you know I, I often hear I feel really behind in my life but what is your behind again that's just a perception right so going back to me so yeah I was quite shy as a child and then I obviously experienced some things and when I did my life clock I really I suppose saw the version of me at that time I did the life clock was still looking to be liked and accepted because I felt like I wasn't really throughout a lot of my life I felt like I was different I always felt like I was different I always felt like then that whole feeling like I was different I had to dress differently and I had to have my hair a certain way now I was quite into fashion but I feel like at times I tried so hard to stand out so it was really weird kind of a concoction of stuff and then if I wasn't getting the attention I wanted then that was like oh Sarah you're just not good enough you're this person blah 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 so I really really depended on that kind of outside validation for a lot of my life then I think my confidence hit the floor as you guys know I'm sure a lot of you know my life story but around 2013 2014 there was like an event and then before that event there was a build-up of events I, does that make sense it's never just the event it's, it's a build-up of stuff that happens before that that's why I said the first the former years of your life are quite important and it's good to note some of those things down so you're quite self-aware of like where you are today and the thoughts you have about yourself or the decisions you make could be very much based off those things that happened to you, right? And that is a fact, by the way, guys. You'll hear all the greats saying that it is the first couple of years of your life that those, you know, events kind of happen, right? So when I hit rock bottom around this time, I mean to say like I hit rock bottom. So like I felt isolated from the pack, which I was, and it's nobody's fault. This was just like a circumstance, right? So this was a circumstance that I was in and how I felt, I felt so 
rejected so unworthy oh my god I mean I was feeling unworthy anyway not a mind this particular event and my sense of self was on the floor didn't know who I was I had really dangerous thoughts about myself and I was literally left alone and I remember at that time I talked about this I went to the doctor thinking I was completely depressed and um, I remember getting handed a form to fill out to see quote unquote if I was depressed or not and it turns out I wasn't so I had to go home so this is just so funny because like I'm all for by the way I'm not saying anything like I'm all for taking like medication when it's needed I, I think I don't think there's actually anything wrong with that I, I speak quite openly about that but I'd never felt so alone in my thoughts and and I was just miserable and I was so paranoid but this, this particular event made me feel so paranoid about myself I was insecure I was vulnerable and I didn't know what to do I didn't know where to go and it was a very dark place so I was in really then because I felt so negative about myself because remember confidence like if you fear other people judging you xyz it's because you're judging yourself in some way so because I felt so unworthy and invaluable to everyone around me I started to kind of attract more of it right and I know that sounds really morbid but no one really there was no one there to like like I, I had amazing friends don't get me wrong but I was so on high alert for other people not liking me because of this one experience that I would go out on nights out XYZ like hating how I looked in the mirror just getting on with the night out because people were on the night out and feeling really paranoid about myself and it's almost like people did feel paranoid around me because I felt paranoid about myself and I it's funny because when I reflect back now being in such a better place I was projecting so much insecurity out to the world and I was like, it actually is quite painful for me to talk about it because I remember shaking. Like I remember being in social situations and feeling so anxious. And I did, like I nearly made people anxious around me because I was so anxious. I bet a lot of you can kind of know what that feels like when you when you feel really off on a night out or when you feel like you don't fit in or you feel not confident about yourself. It's kind of like people pick up on that energy. And I know that kind of sucks because it's like, oh God, it's not like people can see what you're thinking, right? So I'm not saying that, but it's like people can feel that energy. And that's why it's very important to work on the likes of confidence, right? I don't think enough people speak about confidence. I don't think enough people, I just, there's no confidence doctors out there. Go to counseling, go to therapy, take a tablet. But there's no actual to actually say, right, let me help you to build confidence. So that's kind of where I feel like I come in. Like I said, I kind of call myself a confidence coach. I try my very best to support women to feel amazing about themselves, right? So anyway, kept attracting more of it. Loads of events happened after that. Still felt shit about myself. And I kept brushing everything under the carpet and just getting out my day-to-day -day life. It was painful. Felt like I had no respect for myself. People didn't have respect for me. And it was very isolating. So anyway, very much a feeling of this is who I am now. This is life. And uh, yeah, I'm just going to wake up and do the do every day and feel like this. You know, so little did I know back then. Did counselling, all of that. And still felt shit. Anyway, so around this time as well, I remember when, you know, they say there's like a breakthrough and a breakdown. Very funnily, I wanted to switch jobs because I was really lonely in the place I was in and I <laughs> like I was always in self-development before this so around 16 I started reading The Secret and I knew the power of vision boards so I really wanted a job and they kept telling me I couldn't get the job because I was only in this job for a year and you had to be there for two years to get a transfer to another area so I was like oh god but I had this weird gut feeling that I was going through this shitty experience to have a massive breakthrough and that's exactly what did happen so I knew where I wanted to go in terms of the job and I they kept saying no to me they're like no it's not happening but I knew 
it was going to happen. So it was on my vision board. It was on my screen, my phone screensaver. Like I was like a freak. Like I was like, no, I can see myself walking in the doors. I can see myself living in this place. I'd already made friends there, etc. You know, I was just, it was a happier place for me at the time. And um, this was all abroad, by the way. So they kept saying no, but I kept going in and like, I was like, I feel like it's very easy to transfer me there instead of you bringing someone from, from Ireland. Do you know what I mean? I, I just couldn't understand like why, you know, and I kept fighting it. And then eventually like I got on to somebody about it, like kind of higher up, let's say. So I kept fighting because I knew it was going to happen. And I'll never forget coming back from Easter holidays. And they were like, congratulations there, you got the transfer. And I was like, what? But it's like that gut feeling I knew around that same time, we actually went to a music festival in Croatia, me and a couple of friends. And like, I feel like I also manifested that because I kept playing like a particular song. It was really weird. And like, I could like see myself in the crowd almost. It was really strange. And then we ended up like, so I started to see the power of intention throughout that chaos. And then I think what's so beautiful about this story is like, if you feel like you've hit rock bottom or you're after something really shit in your life, then there's probably a reason for it that you could just cannot see right now. So anyway, there was a good stuff happening, but I was still a mess, right? So anyway, that summer I went home and my mom is a holistic therapist and she was at that time practicing to be an EFT practitioner, which is one of my favorite therapies to date. As you guys know, it's something I practice with all my clients. It's beautiful for releasing emotion, anxiety, fear. And I sat with her for, I would say, nearly five hours one evening. And I went back through every single event, break up the bullying. And I went through it all with a fine tooth comb as in like I faced I said it I went there in my mind I pictured myself being back there I cried my fucking eyes out and I released an awful lot of stress throughout my body and that was massive and that's why it's funny when I start coaching with a client our first session might be planned out you know to do whatever we'll probably have a crying session and that was needed for that client. And that's why I like to open up that space. That's why counseling and therapy is important because when you let something out, when you, I always say it's like, it's like a garbage bin full of stuff in your body. When you let that out to somebody, and I, I actually proactively tell my clients to find somebody in their life, a best friend, to talk to about their struggles and the negative thoughts they're having. When you can release that, it's like a problem halved is a problem shared. Like it's true, right? So a problem, sorry, no, a problem shared is a problem halved. It's so true. Find your person to talk to about the shit that's going on in your life. For me, thankfully, it was my mom at the time. But I also started letting out a lot more emotion to like a best friend of mine at the time. And, you know, I stopped trying to be this person, you know, the brave face. So when you, as, as long as you have the brave face, again, like people can feel energy from you. So you need to let that energy out. You need to like cry. You need to just get all that off your chest. Because when you do, I remember I cried so much that like when I went back to those specific memories that I was crying about and all the things, I didn't feel as emotional about them. And then eventually I did so much work on myself, I suppose. I'll get on to the next part of my journey now in a minute, but that I actually was able to look back at them neutrally. And now I'm able to look back at, and I say, fucking thank God for them. Because look where I'm doing, what I'm doing now, I'm helping other women to come through it. I'm like, I moved that place to meet Liam, X, Y, Z, all the great things that happened in my life because of these hard situations. So then EFT was huge for me, right? Letting the stress out for you guys that might be talking to someone, right? About what's going on in your mind right now. And then gratitude became a daily practice. So gratitude, no one really links gratitude and confidence, but I think they're so linked because 
a lot of us kind of go through these negative thoughts and feelings and stories about ourselves. But when we actually put pen to paper, I know a lot of people kind of feel adverse to this, but the reason they feel resistance towards it is because they don't really know how to do it. Gratitude isn't, I'm grateful for my friends and family with a face like a brick wall. You know, gratitude is genuinely opening your eyes to the, like how much you actually have in your life. And like, it's a thing of, like there's a practice, lovely practice that's called, you know, like waking up and looking around your bedroom and actually looking around your bedroom, whether it's pictures on the wall, whether it's like the a text from your friend, you know, or whether it's like a book that you love reading and pointing out all the things and looking at everything with just awe and appreciation. So gratitude is so much deeper than a sentence that we write down. But I understand that like people find it hard to go there because they're just not used to it. But um, I remember having a lovely client before and she was like, you know what there you'll be proud of me I, I was driving out of work today and I said isn't that a lovely flower over there and it was just such a lovely moment because I was like yes your eyes are opening to how wonderful your life is and when you open your eyes enough to that beauty around you my god what happens is you start waking up like excited about life and just feeling happy fulfilled and content and I think gratitude for me has been a game changer in terms of like like how I see my life so at that time I might have had about two friends you know in the country I was living in but they were absolutely amazing to me when I was going through that hard period like they I, I'll never forget them and I really tuned into those relationships instead of thinking all about all the people I didn't have or all the people I felt isolated from and that allowed me to tap into this world of God, I'm absolutely so grateful for this, these laughs we had, this text, I got this. And obviously I, was so, I had so many friends at home at the time as well. And like, I was able to tune into all of that stuff so much so that I was, I didn't have the brain capacity to think about the negative stuff as much anymore. And then eventually the gratitude practice got stronger and stronger and stronger. And what happened then was I kept attracting more positive and positive, positive things because this mindset of gratitude and abundance attracts so much more of it. And if you don't believe me, like there is just look up like every everyone will say that. And if you don't believe it, then don't believe it. You get what you like, you know, you get what you believe. Like people think mindset is boo. It's not. It's an energy. There's scientific research behind it. Okay. Abundant mindset, abundant life. If I gave you 10,000 euros tomorrow, would it really change your life that much? Like you create your own inner world. You create your own perspective. You focus on what you focus on grows. Again, what you focus on grows physically, mentally, spiritually. Um, and I 100,000% see my life shift through thinking better about myself, first of all, and what I had in my life. Okay, so gratitude also for yourself. Okay, why am I proud of myself? Why am I an amazing fucking human being? Like, And I remember sitting down and writing these questions out shortly before I met Liam. The first very secure man I ever had in my life. Um, and I believe our energies matched because I believe whatever energy you're vibrating or whatever they say, you attract the same people back. You attract the same experiences and opportunities back. You know yourself, friends groups, like you are the five people you're with. Um, and where I am today has been an absolute combination of me consistently attracting more and more and more abundance, seeing myself as more and more and more. And that's what I'm trying to get across to you guys. I was on ground zero throughout primary school, secondary school, didn't think very highly of myself, same as whatever, up until about that 2013, 2014 mark when started things. I had my breakdown, the breakthrough came, I started to think differently of myself and my life. 
Um, oh God, I hope this isn't going on forever. So met the man and um, I always say that along came Liam when I started to see myself as a lot more and like we had patches in our relationship that weren't so great in the in the very 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 start very beginning and my self-worth didn't dip this time so like if we had fights or arguments or whatever felt like it was we were breaking up or blah 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 like you know which every couple goes through in the beginning like um the man will go into his cave xyz right it's like finding that self-worth piece again instead of texting them instead of jumping to conclusions instead of wanting and needing it's like no hold on a minute I am this person who it's a paradigm shift and I did that for the first time with Liam like I didn't chase I didn't question myself I didn't overdo it I didn't you know uh, most of us girls have done in our in our past or whatever now with the guys um I knew myself at that point I knew myself a lot better than I did previously so that was an energy that he then obviously gravitated towards again and now we're obviously married and have a baby so there you go um so it is that self-worth piece. It, it's it's not doing the, the things that you used to always do it's seeing yourself as more and why am I valuable ask yourself that question or text one of your best friends say why do you love me what is it about me that you love um instead of you saying oh god I'm so lucky to have all these people in my life no why are they lucky to have you okay and th- there you go that's that kind of like thoughts actions and dressing better for yourself xyz so anyway, then around that time, I got really into fitness. Now I was, um, no, I'm lying. Oh my God, I wasn't into fitness at all. What am I talking about? I was like a, in college, I don't even think I ever saw the gym. Um, I started to kind of get into the gym a little bit before I met Liam. Liam's a big gym goer. And then we obviously booked Thailand very shortly after being together at the boot camp and stuff. And that was like incredible. I really recommend anyone to try out the Thailand boot camps, but, um, or whatever, Bali, XYZ, we went to unit 27. It was class. Um, I remember, I think I think I talked about that in the previous podcast, sitting on the steps of Unit 27 and crying my eyes out when I saw all the fitness people inside there being like, I can't do this. This isn't me. And again, this comes back to confidence. So out of my comfort zone. Jesus Christ, so out of my comfort zone. And I probably did so shit in that first class. I'd say now I didn't even finish the first round and everyone was finished. And um, give it about a week and I was like, absolutely loving it so there you go that's like you won't want to do the thing but when you do the thing your confidence grows and you see yourself as more and I can absolutely say which is why I love working with PTs and stuff like that like in terms of like helping them with their clients and mindset and all that is health and fitness for me was probably one of the biggest transitions in my confidence journey so I was I talked about uh, getting things off your chest EFT tapping I talked about um gratitude journaling and then I'm now I'm talking about health and fitness so there's something about you know, whether it's going to the gym or joining a class or doing whatever, walk, whatever. Um, There's something about that that makes you see yourself as so much more because I suppose you're showing yourself a lot of self-respect by going to the gym and looking after your body. And then like if you add nutrition and stuff to it, it's like, I see myself as more, right? Not a lot of people you kind of become part of this culture of people who want to better themselves. So that's why I do love health and fitness. And like, it has obviously been a consistent part of my life since I went to Thailand. Um, but I'm always like, I'm always way more of a confident person when I'm doing that, um, which is why I, you know, have invested in in a coach and, and things like that. It makes me a much better version of myself and it adds to things like discipline, structure, routine. And then that all adds to confidence as well, because you're showing up for yourself. So 
I would definitely recommend um, working with a coach if you're a little bit insecure about even like weight, things like that. Um, I always like felt like I had the bloated belly and I did the, I tried to eat the broccoli, like to really cut out broccoli and all these things. I laughed at myself. She was all nutrition. So like that made me very confident then when I, when I could see my whole physical body change and um, you know, when you look better, you feel better and you're more confident. Like there's no point look I'm all for like you know feeling good in your skin and stuff but at the same time like if you have an opportunity to look better do it you know what I mean like look after yourself like look good I always say wear the fake tan like you know um yes beauty comes from within but like dress your way to success like dress up for yourself you know what I mean don't go out into the world with an energy of like this this is me or whatever I'm saying that now and I'm still in my tracksuits like fucking uh, my probably my maternity trousers like literally seven months after she's born right but anyway let's put that aside like just dressing better for yourself looking better like looking better working on your body that's all very much um making you a more confident person because it's a strong body strong mind it's all very linked um so then yeah I still sort of like relied on others for a lot of my happiness that's one thing I found um because I think when you have like that, like a kind of a subconscious belief from when you're younger, like, like I said to you, like the whole fitting in piece, like I don't think I'm still, I still think I have probably got a bit of that. I think everybody still carries out those deep rooted kind of, you know, uh, I wouldn't say wounds or anything like that, because I know th there's things that are a lot more traumatic than that. But I think we'll always carry little pieces of trauma and things with us or little things that happen when we were younger. We'll always carry that. And I think it's a kind of befriending that instead of like fighting it sometimes as well is it, quite significant. But I was so aware of it that I knew when I was kind of acting like a bit of a, you know, whatever about it. Like I was like, all right, Sarah, calm the hell down. You don't need to go to all these things. You don't have to prove yourself to anyone. You don't have to get all these likes on Instagram. You don't have to blah, blah, blah. You know what I mean? I just tried to like say, Sarah, like, you know, I suppose now I can see, I can see it so much more because I've done the work on myself that I crave that at times. Well, not anymore. Like I definitely did before, but like not as much anymore, but it probably still comes up at times. Like if I'm posting, I'm like, am I doing this for me or am I doing this to help people? You know, it's like, like anyway, just switching that to like value has been huge. Here I go off on tangents now, but um, you still kind of relied on a lot of other people. So anyway, I went to the UK, did my master's in fashion management, something I always thought I wanted to do. And then I ended up not working in it. Um, like I actually got a distinction in my master's. Absolutely loved studying it. Um, loved working in Zara, all those things. And then I came back to Dubai thinking I was going to be living in Paris. I was going to be the next biggest fashion buyer. I was blah, blah, blah. Uh, big vision board made out and everything. And then like I just absolutely hated the environment I was in. And then that was kind of the end of that. But then I realized like I really valued freedom. So I was really hard on myself then for that because I was like, I'm a failure. Like all these dreams I have, like is manifestation even real? Blah, blah, blah. It's so funny. Like when I look back, I was like, I I started really doubting self-development because I was like, this was my plan and it's not working out. Like how many of you have felt like that where you're like, I thought I did the vision board for that and it's not working out. Like, is this all bullshit? Like, so anyway, <laughs> um, that didn't work out. But then I suppose it. Uh, I ended up back teaching. And I love, I absolutely love teaching. I actually say it all the time. Like I probably would teach and coach at the same time if I was a qualified teacher in Ireland. Um, but um, I absolutely loved it then. I had so much more freedom. I went on so many more holidays. So obviously there's a reason for that. And obviously look at me now, I'm a mindset coach. So like at that time when I didn't do the fashion stuff, I was so hard on myself. But now I can totally see why um, that didn't happen for me, if that makes sense. So there's a lot to be said about... Um, really shit times and the the reason behind it that we can't see yet all right so 
anyway, beat myself up about it. And then around 2019 to 2021, I threw myself deeper into self-development. So I remember at this time, I started to realize that things were really aligning for me. So for example, I just talked about freedom being a huge value of mine there. Um, I started to read Awaken the Giant Within. That's my next tip um, for building confidence by Tony Robbins. It's, lads, it's a big book. I know none of us actually read. I know we say we're going to read and we get like 10 pages into a book and we don't do it. But this is a fantastic book for, it's, it's just been a life changer for me and it's actually a big reason why I became a coach because I actually learned and applied because remember the applying part is most important so much from it that I started to really realize that I could literally set the direction for my life in whatever way I wanted like there was no question about it I was going to do it now at that time I didn't think I actually didn't know what I was going to do I knew I always wanted to work for myself actually funnily I always wanted like my name to be on something I remember saying that um but I remember reading that book and then I remember thinking like, OK, why am I spending my time doing X, Y, Z when actually this is kind of the direction I'd like my life to go in? Why am I hanging around with X, Y, Z when actually this is not making me feel good anymore? Why am I doing this? Blah, blah, blah. So I started to kind of change my a lot of my actions and like just kind of started putting myself in like in, in really cool scenarios and situations and stuff in Dubai that I hadn't been doing because I was kind of following the crowd. Um, And then like my life started to feel really exciting and you know, I removed anything that was draining my energy. I took control over alcohol. You know, I, I like I stopped drinking as much. Like I was like, why am I doing this? This is like, is there a need for it? That was just my, you know, and I, was, I remember then I attended like Tony Robbins Unleash the Power Within. And, and then I was like, oh my God, I feel like I've done so much work on myself. I feel like I have got to this point in my life that I feel so good and so empowered. And I was very magnetic at this point. Like I had a lot of confidence and then a lot of people gravitated towards me because I had a lot of confidence. So when I reflected then on like the earlier days, XYZ, I was like, okay, there is something here. I am after kind of going from on the floor, ground zero, really paranoid and anxious to like a really confident um person who demands a lot of respect of myself and from other people. So then I was like, there's been a journey here. And then I realized pretty much what that journey was and all the things I did to help myself. Never in a million years back then did I think I'd ever become a coach or help people in wellness. I remember my mom started doing it and I actually thought it was so uncool. Like she, obviously she was a reflexologist, but I was like, you know it's funny like this was never a thing and then I suppose I just realized that I had a story and I had a power to help others so then I kind of started to get into mindset mentorships and stuff like that so I actually hired my first mindset mentor which was a lot of fucking money at the time I think I paid it off over six months and uh but I saw straight away how much I elevated from that and then I was like oh my god there's such a power in mindset so I was like I'm gonna use this to help other people and I had no plan for finances I had no plan to make this my full-time job I just honestly and I know that sounds really cheesy of course I was like I'd love it like a freedom lifestyle but like I genuinely wanted to do this because I thought of Sarah at the doctor's office with the forum thinking I had depression and like nobody helping me I was like people need to realize that like confidence can be built so that's kind of where I am now and what I've done and xyz and that's kind of that's my confidence journey. And now I suppose when I look at my confidence, I'm just after becoming a mum. Again, I'm going to do another episode on being a mum because there's so much to share on that. But my confidence now comes from, I suppose, what's the word? A daily structure, <laughs> a weekly structure that feels good. Like I don't have as much fun at the moment because I'm full-time mum. And that does, like I was just saying to my friend last night, that takes up so much time. But like I have, like, so when I first moved to Cork, then like I knew I was kind of starting from 
fresh like in terms of meeting people and stuff obviously having amazing friends at home that I see every so often but you know putting myself into scenarios and groups and um you know connecting with older friends and being the one to reach out to people first and um going to events and joining back with my coach and doing all these things I was like right I'm going to build the most beautiful life for myself here I'm not going to wait in the sidelines for anyone you know and and I took a lot of action out of my comfort zone and now I'm in just such a beautiful place in terms of I don't need anyone I don't need anything I'm happy to just kind of do what I want to do and that for me is high self-esteem it's freedom it's like I live a life of purpose I live a live a life that feels good for me aligned with me even if that means a really boring week where I just go to the gym and I just whatever meet a friend for coffee here and there you know I'm happy like I don't need anything or anyone else to tell me otherwise um high self-esteem right I'm just gonna close this podcast with this definition it's having a high enough opinion of yourself that does not depreciate when you've quote-unquote messed up failed or got rejected or feel personally undermined by others doesn't mean you're not going to feel upset when those things happen it just means that you have a high enough opinion of yourself that it doesn't depreciate your self-worth or you don't feel personally that like you have to justify yourself or that you have to talk really bad about those people or you don't have to, you know, X, Y, Z, right? It's a state we reach when we are sure of who we are, what our values are and feel gratitude for every single part of our existence and the lives that we have been blessed with it is a choice not to take anything personally and adopt solution-based mindsets around challenging situations without creating meaning out of them it doesn't mean we don't feel emotion but we are quicker back on the horse we don't give it our mental space we also know that we are responsible for our direction and we don't look at anyone or anything to blame when things don't go our way We let go of any relationship that doesn't serve us with ease. We know what we bring to the table and how lucky people are to have us in their life. People with high self-esteem don't spend much time on anything that doesn't help them grow as people. People with high self-esteem are usually the ones that light up others' lives or have a like a purpose to help others, okay, just from being grounded in their their sense of self. So they don't make it all about them, rather they try to contribute as much as they can, right? And um, this energy is magnetic and it is the energy that people are drawn to. And we all know confident people in our lives. Now, I think I'll probably do another episode on this because I have so much to share about like the two types of confidence, the body language, but stuff that I all cover in my program um, with clients. So we do a lot of confidence visualizations. We do a lot of um, EFT to unlock all that stress and emotion, the shit that's going on um, and just create a life that they can literally get obsessed with and just fall in love with and they don't need any like big grand gestures to make them feel a certain way right um so yeah guys I hope you enjoy this episode um that's very much about me my whole life story I probably went on for ages I don't even know how long this is but like then I know I can speak really fast at times so sometimes I think they're quite long and they're actually not really but I hope you all enjoyed it my dms are always open guys if you just if this like um helped you in any way we'd love a rating by the way a rating is like five stars um obviously if you think we deserve it that would be awesome and yeah I hope you were able to like write down some things take some notes obviously I'm going to recommend the blind boy episode cognitive psychology part four as well lovely reframing exercise for somebody who jumps to a lot of conclusions about themselves or oh that person looked at me wrong or I did this blah 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 uh, all these like stories you create in your mind that make you feel insecure it's a really good like cognitive tool to use just kind of recognize there's so many more realities and like 
like I say, guys, no one gives a shit about you. No one really cares that much about you. I always say that to myself. Sarah, no one really cares that much about you. So stop thinking about whatever. No one cares. Everyone just cares about themselves. And there's such a power in that. Just be you. There's no point in worrying and stressing about others or how you come across because no one's actually thinking about it. So you might as well just be live the most fruitful, crazy, authentic life you can. Lots of love, guys. I hope everybody has a great week. 